Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back, everyone, as we explore all the facets of fear. I want to be able to remind us of our verse that we're going to use so that we can hang on to it. Psalms 34.4 I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. I want to hang on to that as we talk about fear, as we talk about what fear can do to us. And I want to talk to to you about a couple of stories from the Bible so you will know that fear can absolutely be the death of you anyway let's just cover some of the the biblical stories and we will go from there this first one you will be probably familiar with but it's 1st Samuel 25 it's about Nabal who was a very, very rich man out in the desert. He had uh, many goats, many, many sheep, had a lot of livestock, which made him very, very rich, especially, you know, out in the desert. And he's back in David's rule. So Nabal had to pay taxes. Um, And he, being away from the inner courts of the inner kingdom. He was pretty much, you know, kind of the king of where he was, if you want to, you know, a little little bitty gay. So this livestock, Nabal relied heavily on vigilantes to protect his herd and flocks. Fortunately for Nabal, David provided just such a service to him. At that time, David had been anointed to be the next king of Israel, but he had not yet assumed the throne. God had rejected the current king, Saul, but he still was in power. Saul was still in power. King Saul was less than happy about the state of affairs, of course we know, and his great jealousy that he had of David. He had sought many times to kill David. And David was kind of be an outlaw you know with Jesse James and he was being an outlaw and running from here to there and as we know hiding from him and there was a group of men several hundred of them that began to be with him and hid with him and followed him wherever I guess God would send them and he had there were several hundred families with him he had like his own little you know gypsy camp going on out in the wilderness to hide from King Saul. Part of the way David supported this group was by receiving monetary reward and payment in food from the people whose livestock they had helped secure, you know, keep it safe. So it's kind of like a David tax. During the sheep shearing season, The livestock was gathered from the wilderness grazing areas. David sent some of his men to Nabal to request payment 
That was normally due for the services they had provided all year long, keeping the livestock safe. This was a time when the livestock owners were usually very generous. Nabal, however, refused the men's request, pretending to be completely unaware of David and his men and the activities and the services they had provided for Nabal's, you know, herds to stay safe and to produce. You know, they basically under the blessing that David had. When David heard of Nabal's response, which was an open affront, as well as a serious financial loss, he was furious. He also knew that the word of Nabal's refusal was likely to spread, which meant that other livestock owners might want to follow his example. It seems reasonable to me. This was something David could not afford. The future king commanded his men to take up their swords. David was determined to get what was rightfully owed to him and his men, even if it took them into conflict with Nabal. When Nabal's wife, Abigail, learned of her husband's foolish response, she acted quickly to save her household. She packed up several donkeys, with several gifts, loaves of bread, skins of wine, five sheep, he slaughtered, made all this grain, made bread, you know, whatever it is that they make back in those days. And, um, and Abigail didn't tell Nabal what she was doing. Instead, she quickly and quietly ordered the servants to take all the food to David. Then she followed it to plead her case before David. When Abigail reached David, David listened, and she begged you know, forgiveness for her husband's foolishness. She encouraged, encouraged David to lay aside his anger and accept the gifts that she had arranged and to grant her request for peace between David and her household. I'm sure, you know, Abigail did want to see everything that she had worked for, you know, trampled and stamped, you know, or maybe her kids killed. I mean, she didn't want to see any of that. So then, Abigail returned home to find Nabal hosting a feast fit for a king. The Bible says Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. So Abigail's like, well, I'm not going to talk to him right now. I'm not going to tell him what I, what I did and what happened and what David was doing. So she waited for the next day to tell him um, how close he had come to being killed by David and all of his servants to die, his whole household to die, and all that kind of stuff. So he waited for the next day and how, and told him how close he'd come to being killed, with, along with all of his servants. The Bible says in verse 37, His heart died within him, and he became like a stone. In other words, he kind of suffered a heart attack that left him in a comatose state and then 10 days later he died he died because of the fear that's the assumption that the fear of coming through that he almost died he thought he could you know flip his nose up at David and nothing was going to be you know wrought by it that he could he could do this if he wanted to there's also a verse here in Luke that I want to read. The earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear 
and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. So here, men's hearts failing them from fear. So we can make that direct correlation, like Nabal, that fear affects one's heart. Now, in the natural, I'm not a medical doctor, but he has said that fear can often, as Dr. Um, Don Colbert said, fear can lead to you having heart issues and heart trouble. And we can see in the Word that it's there. So none of us want that. And we don't want to be the ones in the last days where our hearts fail us because of fear. No, because Jesus said, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. So we know that He's that we're not to be subject to that. We also know from our verse earlier that He delivers us from all of our fears. So as the days come, and, and we are fearful by the things that we see and the things that we know. We have to see those things and not walk into the fear of it or our hearts are going to be failing us. We have to walk into the faith of knowing that Jesus Christ has delivered me from all of my fear. And I'm not going to fear that. And there's probably going to be a lot of things that we're going to be going, oh my gosh. Because as the time gets closer and closer, whenever that time may be, our hearts cannot fail us. Our hearts are strengthened by faith. Our hearts get to walk in the strength and the heartbeat and the courage. Be of good courage, for I have overcome the world. So we get to walk in all of these verses of knowing that He is shaking the earth. He is in control of all of this. And we may hang on to something because the earth is shaking and it's jiggling and we're hanging on. But by golly, we're going to hang on in faith of knowing He has you no matter what. And my heart is not going to fail with fear. It is not. I command it in the name of Jesus to not. And I hope that today you will command your heart to not fail with fear. You know, there's a study out by Dr. Regis DeSalvia. And <laughs> a weird thing for him to study. He must have been spending time down in New Orleans. He believes that voodoo deaths are actually cases of sudden death resulting from the fear of voodoo. And I was, well, I didn't know anybody would really study that, but apparently there's deaths because of voodoo, and he has studied them, and he, he is saying that just having the knowledge and understanding the fear of that, someone's put a voodoo curse on your spell or something, that there's a fear that that actually precedes your death, and that maybe, you know, like, but what we say, a spirit of fear could, you know, kill you. So there are some spiritual implications here that we don't fully get or fully understand. But I thought, well, I'll throw it out there to y'all and y'all can uh, listen to the results just like I can and kind of decide for yourself. But we get a walk in faith and that fear is not to trouble us. Fear is not to grab a hold of us like that. 
and and us to become comatose in a stone and have a heart attack. So today, practice walking into that faith. Everywhere you go, into that faith, into that faith. And you're walking into your job, you're walking into your home, you're walking into the grocery store, you're walking in having faith that Jesus Christ has delivered you out of all your fear. Thank you guys for listening. Can't wait for tomorrow. Diving in. Thanks. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.